Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, say Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Um, Good evening, everyone. My name is Jane. Um, I've been part of the congregation since 2019 when I first came to Leeds to study for a PhD. Now, as an opening question tonight, people normally do, like, do know that I do love asking questions. So the first question I'd like to ask all of us, how good are we at selling ourselves? Now, most of us would have been there at some point, right? Whether it's about applying for a place at school or at university or a job or even renting a place to stay in the UK. I'm currently a final year PhD student, as I just mentioned, which means I need to write my thesis and I also need to apply for a job at the same time. Some of you may resonate with me tonight that study or work applications are actually quite stressful. Not trying to traumatize everyone, but it is a stressful process. We need to write our CVs and personal statements. I wonder if any one of you actually may resonate with this meme tonight that I shared. It's about to say, it says, me trying to figure out who I am before writing my personal statement. That's pretty much me at the minute, and actually that was me right before I came to church because I was writing one of them as well. Now, at every career talk that I've attended, the common tips for writing a successful personal statement always include these. First, to address why you want the job, and then how you check at every point on the list of person specification on the job description. What's worse, though, is that you're encouraged to tailor your application to each specific job and each specific company. And often, we ended up filing numerous applications before we even land on one. Um, Yeah, disclaimer, I've not got one yet, so please keep praying for me as well. But what does this have to do with our Bible passage that we just read tonight? I hope that by the end of tonight, I can convince you that what we just heard was actually a story of a very successful studentship application with minimal stress and minimal labor. And to top that, the applicant has been given much greater responsibilities and authority and will be awarded eventually. Tonight, let's try to put ourselves in Nathaniel's shoes and imagine we are writing his personal statement together. If you haven't got the Bible open, I would invite you to because I'm going to read first by first. So John chapter 1, we'll start less from verse 45, I think. So here we go. From verse 45, we see that Nathaniel had some understanding of the scripture 
and he believed that a Messiah is coming. And in verses 43 to 47, we see he also longed to meet with the Messiah as he accepted the invitation from Philip to meet Jesus. So going back to the person statement, first we know he longs to be a follower of God and to meet with God. And we also know that he has been referred by Philip. So that's it, a personal aspiration and a reference checked, showing he has a personal connection to the role. However, in verse 46, we see that he wasn't actually very convinced or set to follow Jesus, in particular before meeting him, because his prejudice was in the way. Nathaniel doubted that Jesus could be the Messiah simply because Jesus is from Nazareth. Philip had been a very good referee though, and he invited Nathaniel to meet with Jesus and see for himself. So I guess Nathaniel may be in it for the job, but not really for the company. Then moving on, we see a few verses that are kind of like an interview. We see then from verse 47 that Jesus saw the good quality in Nathanael as someone without deceit. Demonstrating Jesus' love and patience for Nathanael, he showed Nathanael a sign as he told Nathanael that he knew his whereabouts even before Philip found him in verse 48. And as a response, Nathanael had a change of heart as he was set to be Jesus' student, calling him the rabbi. He believed that Jesus has the authority from God as he proclaims Jesus as the Son of God. And he also called Jesus the King of Israel as he believed that Jesus is the Lord that is in our midst, with reference to Savaniah chapter 3, verse 18, which says that he will come and save all from judgments. Now, what about the outcome of the application? Jesus welcomed Nathanael to be one of the 12 disciples. Yes, indeed, Jesus said, you got it. And Nathanael ended up becoming one of the 12 that were present around Jesus when Jesus performed different miracles. And he was also given the mission and authority to preach and to perform signs just like the other disciples. So linking back now to our lives, I wonder in which of the following ways that we could learn from Nathaniel's story. I got four points tonight. So firstly, Nathaniel has a longing for God before he met Jesus in person. He has been searching for the Messiah by reading the scripture. And he cannot wait to meet with God when Philip introduced Jesus to him. How about us now today, right at this moment? Do we urge to meet Jesus in our daily lives? And do we read the scripture to understand God and then seek him? The second part of tonight is that Nathaniel has integrity. Now, although this wasn't really explained further by Jesus or by John the author, we could still see a part of Nathaniel's integrity in this passage. Despite his prejudice, Nathaniel is open and honest with Philip and Jesus about his doubts. Now reflecting on ourselves again, have we been honest with God and the people around us about our doubts and our fears? Or do we tend to hide our worst selves and choose to show the positive side of ourselves? The third point tonight is that Nathaniel accepted Philip's invitation despite that he had doubts. At times when we feel far from God, 
Do we accept invitations or encouragements from our brothers and sisters in Christ? Or if we see others who may be struggling, do we offer help and prayers with an urge, just as Philip took the initiative to find a fanwell? Last but not least, we learn tonight that Jesus' invitation to be his follower is not a stressful process. It's never about how much of the scripture you could recite or how many times you have served in different capacities. To be eligible to be his follower is to believe that he is the Messiah and the Savior who has the authority from a heavenly Father. So if you're feeling, perhaps, unworthy to be loved by God at the minute, maybe take heart from Nathaniel. The acceptance from Jesus comes from faith, and it starts with a desire to meet with him, just as what Miriam taught us last week. Acceptance from God does not require selling ourselves or boasting about our abilities. So where does this leave us? In our culture, we're always striving to succeed under different standards. And on most occasions, we have to prove ourselves to be suitable for certain things, just like a job application, right? But tonight, we are reminded once again that following God does not need any worldly proof. It's about our desire to meet with God and be honest about ourselves in front of God as we take action to seek Him. Now, if I may leave a fun fact to end, which may not be surprising to some, but Nathaniel's personal story with Jesus was actually only included in John's Gospel. In the other accounts of Nathaniel, or other direct accounts that named Nathaniel, he was actually referred to as Bartholomew in the list of 12 in all three other Gospels, as well as in Acts 1. But in John's Gospel, which John the author did not even include a full list of the 12, he wrote Nathaniel's personal story as one of the first field signs performed by Jesus, even before he wrote about Jesus performing the miracle of turning water into wine in chapter 2. And then Nathaniel was named again in chapter 21 as one of the seven disciples who were fishing as Jesus showed himself to after resurrection. So getting to the ending now, perhaps this suggests that a personal story of encountering Jesus and faith may be more important and far more powerful than seeing a miracle in a materialistic sense. Sometimes, some of us, definitely including me, desperately look for signs and forget that actually our relationship with God and the peace that only He can give us are instrumental to our testimony. So what is our story then? What are the lies that we need to break down tonight to strengthen our relationship with Jesus? Before Nathaniel reached out to Jesus, Jesus saw right through him. Which part of Nathaniel's story are we in now? Are we away under the fig tree, wondering where and who God is? Or are we walking towards Jesus with questions? Or are we listening to Jesus as he challenged us? Or from a different perspective, if you resonate more with Philip's part of the story, who are the Nathaniels around you that you would like to invite to meet Jesus? Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.